Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk. Hildegard Nothen, the Finnegale TD, she's the minister with responsibility for drug strategy, the drugs minister. She says those caught with a small amount of drugs shouldn't end up in the criminal justice system. And cannabis is currently included in this adult caution scheme, seems to have led to a drop in the number of people that have been brought to uh, court, brought before the courts in recent years for possession. But the minister now says she actually wants to look at the approach to other and harder drugs. Uh, and I fairly, I, I don't, I, like I'm kind of on the fence about it. I, I don't know how I feel about this. So I'm interested in hearing from you today to get your thoughts on this approach. Should those caught with a small amount of drugs be totally deterred from ever having to go through the uh, the court system? Catherine is with us on the line today. Um, Catherine, what's your views in the Minister's comments? Oh, I'll tell you, good, good afternoon, Andrea. Um, yes, I, I was listening to it. Um, prior to listening to you say about I heard Hildegard talk to this, and I was I was really very, very happy because I think that, um, you know, I if a person is caught for the first time with cannabis and all the rest of it, you know, they should be given a good sort of speaking to, but they, you know, without um, um, uh, sort of having um, a record um, um, of of um, on 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 their file. In other words, they cannot go to America or this, that, and the other. And so, I think that um, you know, a good talking to and and um, make sure that they realise, you know, you're on a chance now and um, uh, take um, uh, care uh, and in the future, you know, sort of um, leave it off. But I I don't believe. That you should be um, uh, be too hardly, tr- uh, very badly treated um, by the Gardaí corner for taking um, cannabis. That's not to say that I agree with cannabis, but I mean, um, you know, um, a good talking to and um, and that should do the trick. Now, I don't know what you said about um, heavier drugs like cocaine and um, heroin. What what? Sorry, I mean, does she? How does she feel about that? What does she say I think, about I, that? I think, I think the idea being that she's there's no decision has been made. You know that they'd have to have a look at maybe what other, if any, drugs you might include. You know, under maybe a, a harder category or a harder line, um, and even as well, you know, the like what would the quantity be for personal use, or how many times could the same one person even be caught? Like, you know, that, I suppose, would all form form part of it as well. Well, uh, you know, I'll, I'll just give you a little story. I, I was um, down in uh, the town where I live. It's a small town. It's um, a village or a town. But anyway, I, I saw these two fellows, boys, uh, and, and they seemed to be in a bit of... Um, they seemed to be a bit worried. And for some reason or other, I don't know why... I went over to them and I said to them, like, have you got a problem? What, are you okay? And they were saying to me that um, they, they had to be out of town by six o'clock. You know, this was um, a, a guard that had, you know, this, uh, I don't know what is the name of it. There is a name specifically on that where you cannot be in a city or yeah, a town. Yeah, curfew or something. They can't have to be out of the place. Yeah, yeah, go on. Yeah. 
And, um, you know, the, the, it was, say, 6 o'clock, they had to be out of my and it was now 20 past 6. And apparently there was someone to collect them. So I said, so look, I'll hang around with you and stay with you so that if any guard come over to you, um, you know, I'll, I'll have a, maybe a talk with them and say that, you know, you're waiting and that if they, you're, they're, they're um, a driver that's come, that I will bring them home. So, like I said to them during the time I was there, I said, look, you know, to be honest with you, you know, I think that you have got off. Uh, very likely the guards were nice with you. They didn't, um, mm. uh, you weren't, um, you were only given a warning. Yeah, okay. And I said, you know, take heed of that because, you know, um, you know, if, if you sort of abuse what the guard, the shoe call have said to you, they will get harder yeah, on you. that's what the adult caution we, warning is for. Okay. Um, John is on the line as well, Catherine. John, do you think, you know, do, do you agree with Minister Hildegard Nachton's comments here? Like, should people with a small amount of drugs not end up in the in the justice system? Um, no, I, I, I think there should be some consequence because of the fact that they use the word gateway a lot. So, I mean, if someone, I, I luckily I don't have, I've never been um, with them personally, but I, friends and stuff like that have had brothers and sisters. And literally, it starts off small. It might start off with hash, and people go, oh, it's only hash with the breads. Okay, hash is whatever it is. But eventually, hash doesn't give them the buzz that they look for. They move on. Then they move on again, and then they move on again because they eventually don't get the buzz that they they craved initially. So, Okay, maybe as that girl, as lady said there a minute ago, um, maybe give them more, but give them a fairly stern taking it. Bring them in somewhere, put them in front of a job judge. Don't put them. Okay, it doesn't have to go or not, but put them in a judge, but in front of a judge and see what the story is. But after that, I mean, it's it's look, the dogs in the street know that if you end up take drugs, it's it's it can be disastrous. Now there's people taking probably drugs and going, oh, I'm not doing this, and I'm only doing. It. Yeah, eventually, that, that, that's fine, they're lucky ones. But how many hundreds of thousands, or thousands of people out there have taken, started with hash, then went on to cannabis, then worked their way up to something else, and so, something else, and heroin and cocaine, and their lives are absolutely ruined. So, no, I, I, I think she's wrong. The Hildegard Nocton is completely wrong in saying, okay, let's not put them on a record, or put on a record for them. But, like, I mean, it's, it's, you've got to start somewhere to, to try to stop it. Like it costs the country millions every year in drug rehabilitation for people mm. who are taking drugs. I mean, there's the other side of it. I mean, it's it's like to you and I and that the other lady and their taxpayer. Our taxpayer money, and we none of us are taking drugs over the case. We abide by it. We don't do it, and it's still costing us for someone else to do it. So, no, I I think maybe um, okay. arrest them, put them in front of a judge. Give them a turn, give them, frighten them at least. What, 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 what about you, Dean? Do you think we need to change the approach and, and look at a more sort of a health-led strategy for, for drug addicts? Like, what's your view on this? Uh, yeah, I, I really do believe that this is the way forward because it, this is a health issue. This is, this is not, this is not a, a criminal issue. You know, like, take, take the likes of... Take the likes of someone taking crack cocaine or heroin, right? They're walking down the road just after getting their drugs. That drug gets taken off them by the police for a criminal offence, so to say. They're going to go then, you know, they're addicts. They're going to go then and they're going to do anything they want to do because they're addicted to that drug. 
So they're not going to care about the police or, or the public or anybody. They're going to go and do whatever they want to do, whatever they have to do to get that next drug. You know, this is a health issue and, and things need to change. You know, the, this can't be just put on the addicts. You know, mm. we're talking about addicts here. We're not talking about drug dealers. We're talking about the addicts caught with personal use on the street. But you see, you how know, do you... But, but the thing is, though, if, if, if you change it, like, if you know, if the rules are changed and you're allowed X amount for personal possession, and if I'm a drug dealer, then sh- surely I just go around constantly carrying the required amount that was, that's within, that's you know, within the limits. So then I can, I can never be caught. I only ever have the same, you know, the amount for personal possession. But then if, if the guards are doing the job, they, they know the drug dealers from the addict. It's, it's easy to tell a drug dealer from an addict. A drug dealer is wearing all the flashy clothes, the flashy cars. The addict is wearing a tracksuit that he has five years. You know, his eyes are in the back of his head, unlike the drug dealers. You know, people can spot an addict. Mm. You know, but, and, but, and I think so then should you have a, should there be a, you know, a, a limit on the amount of times the one person can be I caught for personal use? what needs to be use. done is they, they need to be given options. You know, I think if you were to turn around and tell them, let's say, you know, I, I, me and my friend started up a podcast on addiction and recovery, and that's putting out the awareness. It's getting people that are on, we're getting people in from recovery to get the message out that it's possible and giving them options. You know, we, we started a community recently and we're doing sober events and clean events, you know, yeah. so we're going jumping in the sea or we're going hiking or we're having a campfire. And it's all, it's all generating a new way of life. You know, so I think if that goes forward and they bring her onto other drugs, you know, a heroin addict is walking down the street and he, he gets stopped by a guard. The guard knows he's an addict and he's not a dealer. And he, he has a little wardrobe and says, you know, does this podcast you can listen to? Does a fella in Dublin get better with Chris? He's out running at 5K every day in support of mental health and addiction. You put him onto people like okay. this. You, you give them these messages. They're going to go away from that guard. And first of all, they're going to think, oh, well, that guard was sound. He didn't take me drugs. You know, oh, well, you know what? Maybe I will check that podcast out. And that's where the change, that's where the seeds are being planted in addicts' heads. Do you you agree with with the need for a change in the approach, Rob? Rob on the line as well there. Yeah, I absolutely do. I I don't think it serves society very well to throw people who have got a medical issue into prison. And your your previous caller, um, not the one that spoke just now, but the one previous was talking about the cost. Judges aren't free. And I'll tell you, prisons definitely aren't free. I used to work in the UK prison system. And it's very expensive to put someone in prison. Mm. And for the most part, um, whilst Irish system's a little bit better than, than it is over in England, um, you're not solving people's addiction issues when you put them into prison. You know, you're, you're putting them next to other criminals. And sadly, the truth is that people often reoffend after they've been in prison. So you're not making society any better by putting people into prison. You're not making it better for the individual. And you're not saving us any money by putting them into prison. You're costing us money. Whereas if we instead treated a medical issue as exactly that, the medical issue that it is, well, we can save the country money. We can make sure that we save the lives of people who otherwise are going to end up in a very bad way. And, I mean, as for the, the dealer, well, well, I guess there's one thing that the, the previous caller would like to like to pick up on. Um, he said you can, you can separate dealers from addicts, mm. you know, dealers that have fancy clothes and so on, and the addicts don't. I, I, I mean, that's true for some. Absolutely, of course all. it is. Yeah, but no. there's, there's, there's plenty of people out there who are 
doing very well in their life and enjoying plenty of chemicals as well. Which, and, uh, are there certain are there drugs, Rob, that you wouldn't include though? You know, like when you I, I know they talk about the number of people um being brought before the courts here in Ireland for cannabis use um for, for personal possession. That has dropped in, in recent years because of this adult caution scheme. But are there other drugs opioids that you, you wouldn't include or or would you you know, everything? There's no there's no well, cap. I mean opioids I guess are the 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 most amusing example when it comes to this. They're they're legal. We know that many countries uh and I don't think Ireland's entirely away from this, have suffered from an opioid crisis, opioid addiction, because of medical use of opioids. But then we say, well, this this opioid provided by this person is good, but you can lead down a path of addiction. But this opioid provided by this other person is bad, and you're going to jail. That, to me, doesn't make any sense. I'd look at all opioid addiction and say, clear medical issue, please let's treat these people as they need to be treated. They need to be helped. Um, as for when it comes to, to dealers and the, the substances they, they deal, uh, right now the government has no control. You know, the war on drugs has, has, has been there for longer than I've been alive. It's failed. Yeah, it's absolutely failed. It's, it's, there's no point okay. to it. So why so, don't like, the government take control, like they do with all prescription medicines, and make sure that they have control over the substances these people are getting? Okay. Uh, Chrissy, yeah. what about that? Like the, the war on drugs, Rob says hasn't worked, why not change the approach? Why not look at more personal use and, and decriminalisation? Yeah, well, there's, there's a far and against in relation to what has been already mooted in your programme here today because as a former drug squad officer myself, I know the, the, the dangers and the inherent dangers of the harder drugs. And we dealt with mostly with the cannabis, uh, small amounts of cannabis by way of caution, which was great, beneficial. And we give advice to young people as to the dangers inherent in what we call the gateway drug. But I know from uh, uh, research in, was it um, in Canada, British Columbia, I think it was, yeah, they have decriminalized um, the possession, small amounts of heroin and other type of drugs Mm. up to 2.5 2.5 grams, and and I think the same in, in Oregon, but in Portugal as well. They use Portugal as an example on the the health the health register board. Uh, I, I, there, there there is a for and against, but if you're going to go down that route, there has to be an educational system where we inform people of the inherent dangers of addiction uh, and the use of drugs. And if we're going to legalise. Or are we going to say, right, you get caution for possession of small amount of drugs, be it cannabis, heroin, crack cocaine or anything else? There is there, the, the problem with that is down the road, there is the inherent problem where we're going to have, and I found it in America where they legalized certain drugs in certain places in America, the, the psychological aspect and the medical aspect and the cost to the medical profession are, 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 are in relation to people who are addicted to certain types of drugs or become addicted to certain types of drugs without the other supports in place. If you don't have the supports in place for people who have addictions, then there's little or no point in saying, look, we'll, we'll adopt this approach, caution, yeah. caution, caution, uh, without the proper uh, structures in Fair place. Point. And I have always believed that they, the structures need to be in place, both educational, medical and others, before you start going down the road of saying, look at caution, 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 because I see it as an easy opt-out for the government and for the minister, because it's a, a way of reducing the, the, the time scale for 
probably frontline officers when they're dealing with people with possession of drugs that that uh, they're not taking up time in court and and it's a less of a cost to the state but they, there is the other side of that cost the other cost is the medical cost uh where people have addictions and there's not enough invested in that to help people away from addiction. Okay. Plenty of people getting in touch about this. Should people caught with small amounts of drugs be penalised or brought before the courts? James in Waterford makes the point. He says, if you want to let people avoid a criminal conviction and have addiction treatment paid for by the taxpayer, then make the user tell the guards from whom they bought the drugs. If the drug user wants to clean up, then they must have some obligation to do so as well. Um, Another texter, last week you were discussing closing down streets. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> due to antisocial behaviour and drug use in Dublin. This week, the politicians are talking about normalising drug use. Are we just giving over the city to drugs because we can't deal with the issues properly? What is a small amount anyway? That's a good question. Um, a small amount of, uh, of fentanyl can kill 10 people, says this listener. Just another text I wanted to read. Um, this listener got in touch to say, my son was caught with 30 euros worth of hash. He was brought up in court. Myself and my husband went with him. He was suited up and apologised to the judge. The judge then said, I want an essay for, an essay." from you. My son had to write an essay with the cons of using hash. Thankfully though, he got off. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan Weekdays at Midday Brought to you by Active Iron on News Talk.